Welcome back to the Enjoy the Walk podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we are pumped to kind of dive into what seems like a rowdy week coming up, Dante. There's going to be no fans, but uh, I, th- I still think it's going to be rowdy. People are going to be tuning in to the memorial like never before because it's the return of the Mac. Mac Daddy, Eldrick, Tiger, Woods coming back, making his 2020 debut. Is it too much hype? Is the man even going to make the cut? Is uh is it is it is it you know is it too much to ask of the man to win a tournament first time out? What's the expectations we got for Eldrick Tiger Woods coming into the <sighs> Memorial Jack's place? He's won there five times. Oh, dude, uh, <laughs> it's like fifty fifty with me because you know obviously we're big fans, so I I want to see him do well. But we all know the track record when he comes out after not playing a little bit for, and then comes into the new season, he struggles a bit. Then it starts picking back up. And then he, once it starts getting colder, he starts falling off the off the wagon again. Uh, but, I mean, this is different times. We're in a crazy yeah. era right now where the only thing that you really can do is golf. So him and his son have been probably grinding it out left and right competing and you know that he's a competitor so he's right i mean way to go tiger way to just beat down on your son on the golf i mean course. let's let, let's <laughs> stop there and talk about that real quick how many matches do you think charlie woods has actually won because you know tiger's not letting him win a damn thing he's not giving him an inch i don't know how much i don't know he's got game you think the kid's got enough game to maybe even beat his dad in a little short game contest or something it's definitely a grind when they're out competing. It's no, there's no way he's out just dusting the kid. But I, I honestly feel they oh, are. See, I battling. disagree. You I th- disagree. <laughs> I think I think Tiger's using using poor Charlie Woods as just a punching bag, just holding out wedge <laughs> oh. shots, sticking the finger up, hand in the air, fist bumps flying. He's got three practice greens for a reason, and he's teaching that young buck how to play every single area by showing him how to play it. And he's probably dusting up on the poor kid, but the kid's learning. Kids got to be learning. Yeah. I mean, Hey, if you're what, I see nine, 10 years old and you're, you're playing with one of the greats and you're out there grinding and competing. So when he goes to all those tournaments, it's just going to, it's like the Kobe factor. You know, he always, he practiced harder than he played the game mm-hmm. and playing the game was the reward. Well, if any if any indication points to you know who would do that in the game of golf, uh, look no further than Tiger Woods. I think when you talk about practice harder than you play, um, he's just been an absolute you know nut when it comes to practice, when it comes to um, when it comes to physicality too. I think that's why he's kind of in the shape he's in now. He went a little too ham back in the you know the glory days, but back back to expectations. I I think. And this, this people might call me crazy because I'm a fanboy of Tiger and it is what it is and everybody knows that. I think a made cut this week is a great start. I think he's making the cut. I think he is too. I, I think, think he's, he's got too much history. I think he knows the course too well. Uh, we always talk about Tiger being that kind of methodical, you know, beat you by the way he plays course management-wise around the course. What better place to do it at Mirafield where he's won five times? So yeah, that and I think that, that alone makes him make the cut, but I, I don't think 
God, I want him to, but I don't think he's going to contend for a championship. I just don't think he's going to win it. Not after the uh, Morikawa and JT battle for three holes last week. I mean, tw- what, 21 under, was it? Yeah. I mean, you, under, have, so. you have guys now, and this is just showing kind of the catch 22 or the other side, the devil's advocate side of, oh, of course Tiger's going to get to 18. The, the, the last four weeks have shown how – freaking hard it's gonna be for tiger to get to 18 colin morikawa justin thomas i mean the, those guys alone might stand in his way then you got victor hovland you got matthew wolf i mean it, these guys are powerhouses in the making man and don't forget about rory mcelroy and dustin johnson who are gonna have some things to be said those guys those guys are playing well and playing very hot right now too I, is it is it too early to ask for some major championships already? Because these boys are these these boys came to play after the after the COVID break. You know who's been posting some scores on social media, on Instagram, Tony Finau, playing in you playing his home course shooting fifty nines, throwing fifty nines like they're just changing underwear. My lord, I'm he. I think watch out for him this weekend. Big tone, big yeah, tone. But speaking of that, speaking of this tournament. I think it's going to play major-esque in a way. I mean, you have – I like that a lot. I think it really – because the way they're talking about it, it's Jack's place, it's Jack's tournament, Tiger's back. All these great players are there. It's basically a COVID major. (laughs) I I, I love the way you just – kind of position that because the 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 way the coverage is is attacking it right now is so true and i think god just god bless golf man god bless golf right now in this time and place in history because there are so many great players not just good players we 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 are possibly seeing i think one of the greatest eras of golf right now and, and you know people of the olden days where they were wooden clubs and this that and the other can argue all they want Yes, technology is better, but we are seeing some of the most athletic, I think some of the best ball striking, and some of the most talented individuals all play each and every week right now. And, and, and that is such a blessing. And I think while everyone, you know, every major has been pushed back and, and you know, shoot, July, this is usually U.S. Open time. This is, you know, we're usually in the thick of our second and third majors. I, I think the media is jonesing for a little bit of a major. I know us as fans are like, man, just bring me that major-esque feel. It's the summer. It's the heat of the summer. We're expecting majors right now. So I think I you're mean, spot on with the way you're saying this kind of feels the way they're covering like a major, and I think it's going to play like one too. Everybody well, think, wants to show out for Jack. Well, think about it. I mean, it's been probably four, four maybe five months the way out of sports in general where there hasn't been a championship there was no march starting in march there's no march madness and then from there on out there was no championship there's no playoff i mean there's i mean i mean baseball's not playing there's no uh baseball's not playing uh nba got kind of shut off you know at the flick of a switch so they're, they're just starting to come back with the bubble um so yeah, there's there hasn't been that pressure championship esque game going on, and I think people are starting to get that itch and they're getting antsy for it. And I think 
the tour is pushing it to be like that. And it, the way it's setting up seems like it's going to feel as if it is one. And I think it's going to, man. The, the, players, the players just know it's Jack's place. I mean, y- you don't really have to say much more than that, I, I don't think. When it comes to the history of the game, the, the people, the guys, whether it's you know fans obviously not being there, but the guys inside the ropes, um, they just know that it, it holds a little bit more weight. Um, it, it was pretty neat to hear. Um, now, you know, people may agree, people may disagree, but, you know, Jack said if there's one thing that won't change with these COVID restrictions is his handshake to the winner on the 18th green <laughs> I saw that. Sunday. Uh, I mean, class. I just think it's class. When you talk about Jack Nicholas and the way he's approached the game, it speaks and actually yells, I think. It yells class. And especially the way he puts on this tournament um, and the way the reverence people have for his, you know, kind of aura around golf. I think there's no other better way than to shake the man's hand after winning his tournament. I think that kind of respect, that kind of, you know, nod to the golfing God per se that Jack Nicholas has become over his career. Um, it, it's only deserving that you get to shake the man's hand after winning his tournament. I agree. And um, there's two things I want to say about that. That's kind of like off the golf topic that I, I will say this and we'll get back to golf. It's just one, just have some hand sanitizer right there. Y'all can just <laughs> hit sanitize real quick. And two, just in general, when you're meeting someone new, it's so awkward now on what to do. It, it, there's like that hesitation where like, it's so natural where you, you know, you, the shoulder dips, the hand comes out, but then it's you both kind of do it, and then you pull it back, and then you're like fist bump, elbow, or just a little head nod. We and, always give we always give a little elbow, kind of jokingly with within my friend group down here. We or call just it COVID like a, bump. We call it the COVID bump, or like an air shake. But now I going back to golf. That you know, it's kind of it's tradition. I agree. It's um, it's a little bit like Masters. It's a tradition unlike any other. Name and name another. I mean, I know a lot of other sports line up and you kind of shake hands, whether it's kind of slapping hands or whatever. But taking your hat off, you know, taking your hat off after a round, you're all sweaty. Every pro, every pro's so used to doing this. For the podcast listeners, check out the YouTube to see. You know what I'm doing. I'm taking my hat off. I'm kind of brushing my hair real quick, and then and then I'm shaking your hand like a man, like acknowledging. You know, Dante's shining the cue ball, but I'm brushing my <laughs> hair. Um, you know, you're acknowledging that that was a hard fought, you know, you both battled out there to play this crazy game and someone won at the end of the day, but you're acknowledging, you know, the fairness of the game of golf, I think at the end of it around by, by saying, you know, great playing with you. And most of the time, especially in our like day to day, people really enjoy playing with each other. And I miss doing that. I had a, I had a match play event this morning, actually, um, for our you know country clubs match play uh ended up pulling it off in a playoff but like afterwards we both kind of sat there for a second like looked at each other and we're like oh do we do, do, do we shake each other's hand we ended up just kind of you know fist bumping and, and being in what it may be but it was just like it's in, it's actually insane how this is kind of i think forever altered people's minds of what's okay what's not yeah it's it's like the same thing with all the other sports too. It's like when when that that last whistle drops and it's just kind of you just stop that stress and that like pressure just like releases. You just see like your playing apartment 
playing partner across from you and you and you just it's the same like in your boys again it's the same thing with yep. you know like the nba dude they the, that final buzzer goes off they're just like they just drop the ball and they're boys again they dap each other up and it's just like yo good game man it's like you know i'm out here to destroy you but afterwards we're gonna go get a beer i mean yeah. i it, it was impressive was it, uh, to me in the um in, didn't in like the, muhammad ali do that after his fights with the with the fighters that he that he fought i mean he was out there that just brutally beat the living piss out of him yeah and afterwards they would go get like a steak dinner and he would, he, like, he was notorious for that kind of just being able to kind of click it on and off so well uh you know if if any of our listeners watched the the last dance which i know you did dante huh. um the, my, I think uh, the ultimate childhood. the ultimate guy to turn it on and off, whether you like the man for his you know off the course antics or not, Dennis Rodman, man, talk about a guy who could just turn it on and then in a flick of a switch turn it off and be this party animal, love everybody, no matter who it was, you know, race, gender, creed, whatever. He he was just he was I think the ultimate kind of mental just you know flick it on flick it off if he needed to go beat a team by 35 man was gonna do it and then go you know party in vegas the next day so that was the best story jordan was saying is where he didn't come back from he didn't come back from vegas they had to go get him brought him back and i think this was this was a uh it was actually the the champion like they were in the finals they go to practice next day and i guess they punished the team because dennis was late and they start doing like suicides or they start doing sprints and Dennis Rodman was leading the pack. It was great. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, like what, you say. What other, it, what other man could possibly do that in mankind? But it, back, back to golf. I mean, it just makes sense, I think, for it to end in the handshake. And, um, and, and I'm, I'm, I hope, you know, it, we're not going to see every grouping take the hats off and handshake. Um, that, that's just asking way too much. But, um, you know, it, it's going to be good to see. I'm excited for it. Uh, big cats back. It's going to drive the viewership way, way through the roof. Uh, but, but something I want to talk about you and I talked before we got on the air here. Um, something that I, I think just people missed. And again, because I don't know if it was bad marketing or they just don't like to hype up anyone inside the top three in the, in the world, but John Rom, Tony Finau played against Ian Poulter and Graham McDowell in a skins match. Right. And hardly any coverage you found it you stumbled upon it i think you know I when did. you got home yeah um, i was uh you know i was just trying to get get some stuff together get stuff together for the uh packing and for the um member guests i'm heading to and you know doing some laundry and you know i, I when i turn on the tv i mean we have all these channels and literally the, i've i anything when I, when it comes to live tv it's just the golf channel that's that's all that's on whether i'm actually watching whether i'm watching it or um using it as background noise anyway as i'm doing you know doing my after work chores getting ready for this upcoming weekend i look up and i see live (laughs) i'm like i was like what and my reaction was they're doing this again was because it seemed like the past three tournaments, there was always some type of charitable event bef- the the Wednesday before the first, you know, that Wednesday before the first round. Mm-hmm. And it's always like kind of like four top guys and a, usually a better ball scenario because this week it was, uh, who was it? It was Finau and, and Rom. It, it was Finau and Rom and Graham McDowell and Ian Poulter. 
And then I don't think it was last week, but it was two weeks ago. It was Harold Vaughner, Bubba, Wesley Bryan, and um, someone else. I forget. But they did another thing for charity. They think they played a better ball. Uh, skins match, whatever. Yeah, dude, I'm, whatever. I'm loving Honestly, this trend. I, I hope this. I hope this happens past COVID. Like we we don't need we don't need a pandemic to get these guys mic'd up in practice rounds. Because obviously, if if they're having this many players week in and week out wanting to hop on board, it's not going to be that tough. I, I I don't I don't think that we need this crazy pandemic. I'm going to say it again. We no. don't need this pandemic to have people play, you know, play I mean, if you want to mic'd up, if you want to take a positive out of this pandemic, cause everything's been so damn negative <laughs> positive aspect is, is we're, we're utilizing technology even more and being yeah. a lot more creative and they're coming up with, they're like, Oh, let's have these charitable events. Let's have these events right before let's get four guys and throw them into like a skins match or something kind of get these guys juices going a little bit earlier and and show it to the viewers so now like i mean it's a win-win for everybody i mean it's an extra day of golf i mean it sucks because i mean think about it like for me and maybe you you go out you play your weekend round right with your buddies come home watch the golf monday hits you know it's the monday blues you're back to work Mm -hmm. and then you're like you got to power through monday you got to power through tuesday you got to power through wednesday and then even though golf's on Thursday, you're catching the replay, maybe. Friday, you're probably not even watching it at all because the weekend started. And then right. it's back to Saturday. So technically, you're waiting almost a week in advance. You get a nice Wednesday thing coming in that's kind of more on the I tell you what, in the there, evening. There might not be anything better than some kind of jovial, lighthearted, live golf on a hump day. That's going to get me through the week. I can guarantee you that. I think yeah, it gets everybody through the week. One, yeah. one thing one thing I want to talk about too, I think a lot of people missed, was uh, the practice round even back at the Charles Schwab Cup was uh, was mic'd up. And, and I want to play this clip here from Joel Dahman and Taylor Gooch. Um, they were they were mic'd up, and, and I'll let you guys listen to it, but it is a hilarious kind of exchange on the, uh, the natural happenings, I guess you could say, of what, uh, what might occur out in the golf course. Here, guys, take a listen. 32 run out over last. I think I just got pooped on. I definitely did. Oh, I did. It's all over the back of my leg. Gross. I heard that. So, you know, guys, it just, it just goes to show <laughs> that uh, there's a little bit more going on sometimes inside the ropes than what, uh, what the PGA Tour and what, uh, you know, even the players led on. Uh, Caddy got pooped on. So did the player. Both bucket <laughs> hats came off and uh, an exchange was had on how to clean up the, uh, I guess you could say, the sticky situation. So, you know, dude, stuff like that, man, it's just, it's funny. And it's clips like that that make golf go viral. And, you know, golf fans or not alike can kind of share the game and, uh, and let it be had for what it is. So it's just, I love it, man. I love yeah. this kind of I mean, inside the rope access mic'd up. It needs to we, happen more. Yeah. It, yes. And we said it before, and I think I've said it before, it brings the players back to your reality. It, Absolutely. These guys, yeah, this happens to these guys. And then it, that's more, it's another way to have your fans and your brand connect with each other. I mean, why do you think Barstool and 
Kevin Kisner hit off so well because they exploit the fact that Kevin Kisner is just one of the boys that when he goes back to Aiken, South Carolina, he drinks beers, rides in carts, and has a good time with his boys. That's why he's so relatable. That's why people love him. And I guarantee you, there's some guys out on tour that are from that like top 1% that aren't the most likable guys that are kind of your high end pish posh, you know, country club boys. And there's a realm for them. People are going to like them for that, you know, but I I guarantee you 80, 85% of the guys out there on tour love to just kick it. Love to just hang out, dude. I mean, you you saw it with Harold Varner and Bubba Watson and, and even Wesley Bryan, man, those guys, they're just regular dudes that are just absolutely filthy at golf, plain and simple. Yeah, that's that's pretty much – it's guys like you and I going out, but they're way better. They oh. found a way to get that little dang ball in the hole way better than everybody else. Yeah, I mean – It all pulls down to you. It's the same thing when I – you know, when you were at the – at your member guest and I was out with the Glover Park, you're meeting people and you're out there, you're enjoying the game that you love and you're you're competing – and then afterwards, you grab a beer, you make two new friends, and you go to hell home. Amen. Amen. I want to see more of it. I want to see absolute more coverage of it. Uh, I hope they marketed it more. Man, I just it, it is gold. And I think every week, correct me if I'm wrong, every week they've mic'd up a practice round, some of the clips have gone viral. So viral. So, so what are we? But the what, thing what, is, what, you don't see. Why, why it. do That's we have to problem. beg for it? Why, if if it goes viral so much and it's so phenomenal of content, why do we have to beg for it? Uh, I don't know. That's a great question. Hire us, PGA Tour. We'll take care of you. That's all I yeah. gotta say. <laughs> Man, it, it, it's funny, and and I want to get like kind of jump topics here, but still on the golf media side of things. Um, I I think. I think finally, and for all the best reasons, we were, we were so sick of hearing about Bryson DeChambeau. We were so sick about, all right, dude, we all understand he put on 40 pounds. What of it? Like, all right, great. He won once. What of it? I, I think we're finally changing our tunes a little bit um, as we learn more about who he's taking on and the comments kind of being thrown his way and how he's making rebuttals. Um, Bryson was kind of subject of discussion for the RNA this week in Obviously, what else to talk about but rolling the ball back, rolling the clubs back. Shocker there. Let me roll uh, my eyes back in the back of my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, so Bryson had a phenomenal comeback to that. And he said, listen, do whatever you want to the technology. If you want to put me in hickory sticks, put me in hickory sticks. I'm going to bust them like Hulk because you can't stop me from going to the gym. You can't stop me from getting physically better at this game. <laughs> Yeah, spoken like an athlete. Bottom bottom of the line, why are you going to punish somebody who's putting in the work to get better? Like the no other sport does that. It's not. I know. It's not the olden days where the work's done. Like I mean, it is, but only done on the range. It's 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 like eighty percent gym now. I I would say seventy thirty. Like majority of those guys are in the gym lifting and stretching and dieting and then they're See now i'll give you i'll give and you then 60, they're on the 40, course but i won't 60. i won't give you 70 30 i think 60 40 because there's still a lot of those guys even bryson dude even though yeah. he's in the gym all the time 
he is out there on the range just grinding like an MFer. And if he's not on the range, he's on that like fancy ass putting table showing him the lines, probably putting in four or five hours on the putting green. Yeah, so, you're right. You're that, right. That, that, you're, that boys, you're that right. boys practice, man. You're right. You're right. My bad with the numbers. Hey, but, but you no. don't put on 40 pounds by being 26, 20, 80 in the other direction and not being in the gym at all. So you're, yeah. you're, you're damn close. So, I mean, even when back to, I think, our third, our, our beginning stages, like our very single-digit episodes where we coach Mike Mack, Mike McDonald. Oh, my God. Love Coach Mike Mack. He said, don't be surprised when you start seeing football size and basketball size players on the golf course. You're going to have guys in the six, in between the six, three to six, seven realm, 250 pound guys just, I mean, destroying the golf ball. It's nuts, man. But it's so, so true. And you're, you're going to see the guys the size of, I mean, dare I say the size of like NFL, legitimate NFL linebackers, not, oh, Brooks Kepka looks like a linebacker. No, no, like legitimate NFL linebackers. Like, you know, I don't know. Uh, let's see. I'm thinking Luke Keekley. you know, your six, 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 seven, two sixty range. If those guys find a way to square the club face up consistently and, you know, find some flexibility, which is, becoming more and more consistent with how even some of the top athletes at any sport are training. It's all about flexibility for muscle kind of, you know, not only regeneration, but muscle, uh, what do they call it? Muscle, um, longevity. So like their muscles won't deteriorate, their muscles won't get hurt more often. So it's all becoming about flexibility for those big guys up there too. Dude, once that starts happening, watch the hell out. I mean, you're just – I mean, you're not going to have enough Plain room simple. to Watch make out. it longer. I mean, yeah. I, they just – they need to stop being one – they need to be open-minded instead of, like, one-sided and just tunnel vision and think it's all about rollbacks and all about, oh, we need to lengthen. There's other ways. Um, we've we've discussed this already. We, we all know. We've beaten that like a dead horse. We're so. not going – we're not going down that path, but – open your eyes and and clear your mind so because figure it out yeah uh, but uh i i will say I'm, I'm excited to see um if everyone knows bryson as well as i we think we do um he's gonna dive in head first into this discussion there is um there is a battle ahead of us i believe between the rna the usga the pga um and and the governing bodies um they're they're gonna battle with the players because the players in the majority aren't gonna want to roll back. There's gonna be the select few and far between that are like, yes, please give me the rollback, please. Um, and and it, I think they're gonna lose. I, I I think if it's if they're smart, um, if they're you know, for the better of the game as a whole, you're not gonna roll back a thing. You're going you're gonna to manicure courses better, and, and you're just going to let the pros be the pros. And you know what? If your precious 1945 scoring record gets broken, then great. It got broken, all right? The, your, your World War II era professional golfers were nowhere near the athletes that your 2020 golfers are, and that just happens. You know what happened in the 1940s? 
the mile record got broken. And then you know what happened again? It got broken again and again and again. Records are meant to be broken. We can't leave golf so stagnant because we're so predicated on holding these records as gold. They're meant to be broken. They're going to be broken. Let them be broken. And if someone shoots 35, 40 under in the next 10 years, great. You know who did it? They did it or how they did it? Because they're freaking athletes and they put their class to the test and they prevailed. That's why. Yeah. Not, and our, not because, oh, the technology is too good. Yeah. And you think all the ball manufacturers are going to lose that out on that money from all that R&D? And uh, no thanks. They're going to put a stop to that one real fast. Hey, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of uh, capitalism. And you know what? If they keep moving the game forward by R&D, 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 then let them do it. I mean, it, it's only going to bring more common men and women into the game too by having better technology. So, so what, are you, what are you trying to do by saying, all right, let's, let's, turn, let's turn it back? I, I, mean, I just don't, I don't get that argument. I mean, maybe, not, maybe our it, listeners can, can maybe you know, debate with us, and I'm happy to have this discussion, guys. If you want to send in your opinions, add Enjoy the Walk Pod on Instagram and add Enjoy the Walk Pod on Twitter. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll put out a couple polls. You know, let us know your opinions. I mean, if you not, want to roll it back, why? Yeah, and isn't 90% of the consumers that purchase, like, purchase it are guys like you and myself and just like regular – Joe blows out there. It's just your average common man golfer. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean the pros get the stuff for free. We're basically paying it for them. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know the actual statistics there, but I would be willing to uh, say that. Yeah. I think it's 98% of us are just common, you know, everyday golfers. And then the, uh, the it's the like kind of 2% that are your head professionals or, you know, even professionals that play the, you know, the game as for a living. So, yeah, it, the, golf needs to be better for the masses. And you know what? If it assists the pros, uh, you know, not missing four fairways so they miss two, then you know what? So be it. So I agree. That, that's it for us this week, guys. We are, we are pumped to roll into Dante's member guest week. Uh, I had my turn. Now it's his. And then we are headed to Atlantic City Country Club on a Monday to pump out what we hope is at least a qualifying spot in the Barstool Classic. So, Check that out, guys. Follow along with us. Follow along with Dante as he goes up to Glenmora in Scranton. Shout out to the uh, 570. Yes, sir. Miss, that, miss you guys up there. You all know who you are. And uh, we, will, we will see you guys next week with a full recap of the member guest week from Dante up at Glenmora. Full recap of the Barstool Classic. And a pretty special guest, which uh, will bring the uh, little bit of the seashore right to you guys. That's, that'll be our hint to you guys. Get a little salty next week, all right? So till next time, guys, as always, enjoy the walk. You can follow us at enjoy the walk pod on Instagram and Twitter. If you guys want to go check out our summer releases for our merchandise, go to www.enjoythewalkpod.com. And as always, guys, we love you. Thanks for listening. Give it a rating and review on iTunes as too. If you could, if you have already share the podcast with someone who you think would enjoy our takes on the golf world. So that's it for us. Dante, you got anything else, Ben? I guess who's playing let us know. And where at? Yeah, man. Tag us. Let us know. Send us those shadow, man. We always like to see those shadows out and around the golf course. So, yes, sir. Thanks, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, till next time, enjoy the walk.
Once shall it 